Welcome to the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving. We provide education and information on senior care topics. Here's your host, Ryan McInniff. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving. As you just heard, Janet said, our podcast episode is stressed out and checked out. <laughs> we were recording there. Well, it works. It is. It's a good Stressed phrase. out and checked out. So yep. sometimes one of the things we, we bring up is some of the situations without naming names. and uh, But the fact is, if it's happening with one family, it's happening with many, many others across the, the country. And so... Uh, Basically, we have uh, we've had a situation in the last six months or so um, where a, a family got so stressed out with their parents needing care, and the the family dynamics, which there weren't necessarily infighting with the family, but it was just um, two two older adults that are used to the way things were, and they're not changing their habits, and they don't have any safety awareness, and they think they're perfectly fine. And then the uh, there's health issues, there's meds, and there's dementia. And there's dementia, the the a great uh, three horsemen of the apocalypse, right there. <laughs> <That's> exactly right. <laughs> um, yep. And basically, the for a couple of weeks, the adult child checked out, and uh, basically said, "Hey, listen, I'm out of here for a little while. Don't call me. I need to get my head back together." Which I can understand what he's yep. what he's going through, and I can understand that. But at the same time, that's not exactly the best decision to make. And so, what what are your thoughts about all this, Janet? Well, it's one of those things. Like, if nothing big happens, then great. That was a brilliant idea. You got rested up, and you come back and deal with whatever the next issue or crisis is. What's hard is when you do have some issues that come up, and um, like I said, you know we. This is common enough. It doesn't. It's not a unique situation. That um, you know, there are perhaps some pending decisions to be made, and then it's like, okay, so now what? Yeah, and and you know, really, when you're at the point where you're so stressed out, and I guess you know, with stressed out and checked out, um, you need to be prepared for that, right? And you need to be prepared for. Um, this we just did a whole episode on saving, which deals with preparation. I mean, if there was a one word that summarized this podcast, it would be about preparing for for the future and yep. preparation. Um, we're not preppers in the sense that we think that the world is going to end. Just preparing for what we all know is happening to each one of us, which will eventually be death. Yep. And there's an easier way to go out. And there's a hard you. I don't know. Nobody knows how they're going to go, but there's ways to make it easier, and there's ways to make it harder. And we're trying to educate people to make it Mm -hmm. as easy as possible. Um, That doesn't mean it's going to be easy. You can think you have it all planned out, and then somebody throws you a curve. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It just means it's going to be easy. And so it could still be extraordinarily hard and extraordinarily stressful, but. Trust me, it will be easier than not preparing at all, where it will be super, super ex- uh, stressful. And and so when you're feeling that stress coming up, that's something that you need to talk to your service providers about, whether that's us, whether it's your assisted livings, whether it's your, your nursing home, whether that's your family members. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to wait until 
the 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 thread is on the last little thread and it's about to break and then everything comes crashing down and sometimes it's the family members that are pushing your last nerve you know mom and dad aren't the biggest problem it's trying to get everybody on the same page yeah and so what you need to know is is that there's there's three or four places that you can go to get that help and get that care the first place you can go is assisted livings for respite mm-hmm Every single week I get an email from some assisted living that says, we're available for the weekend. If you need us to just get away from it all and make sure that mom or dad's okay, there you, there you go. If, if you need to get away with your, your husband, your wife, your whoever, or your kids are getting graduating or whatever is going on and you need a weekend away, you can go to an assisted living and call them up and use them as often as you need to for – respite care and it can be Mm -hmm. you worked in assisted living how what was the shortest respite that you had seen in an assisted living that you can think of off the top of your head um a weekend all right so two or three days yeah yeah i mean so you're talking a couple hundred bucks for two or three days so you're talking a thousand bucks in this area yeah and if it's between that and and losing your mind that's that seems like a reasonable price to pay if you can afford to do that absolutely and it's not not saying it's cheap i'm just saying it's it's something to do the other the other option is you can go to a private agency. You can you can have a private agency um, be there around the clock or certain hours of the day to make things easier. Whether that's for a day, two days, three days, a hundred days, whatever that is, yep. we you you call up Janet or I and you say, hey, I want twenty four hours of care for one day. Work out. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We've done that. And, you know, there can be situations where, okay, maybe you're you're facing burnout and all of that, but, and then you need a vacation. Well, there are other people, we have people, um, several I can think of right off the top of my head right now, where the issue is that here they are um, absolutely being drained by this one family member. It's the mother-in-law. And now the the um, family member's own mother is sick. So you get this like tandem stuff or something happens to a child or a job or something where you, it's not like you're looking to go to the Bahamas and relax. You just can't cope with what's going on. Yeah, I mean, this might be something of, of you might just need a stay at home vacation to get things done at home. It could be as yeah. simple as taking your daughter out who's going to go off to college in another year on a day trip to to reconnect with a loved one like that. It yeah. it doesn't mean you're going halfway across the world. And even if it does go mean you're going halfway across the world, there's still things you can do. And yep. so, for example, if you're going halfway across the world or you're going away for an extended period of time, I would say more than a week, mm-hmm. then it would make sense to get private home care if you're going to go to that route. But it would be make sense to get private home care in conjunction with a geriatric care manager. Mm-hmm. A geriatric care manager can be somebody that stops by the house to make sure that your your mom or dad is okay and you don't need private home care services. But um Geriatric care managers are much like private home care where they're paid privately and they're paid on a per diem basis. So when they're needed, they charge you and it's not the cheapest fee in the world. But guess what? It's still cheaper than mom going to the hospital. And it might be cheaper than private home care services because if you think, hey, I just need somebody to stop by the house for an hour to make sure mom's okay. And if they're not okay, then I need that eyes and ears to... 
Exactly. A geriatric care manager would do that. We have have a couple of clients, actually, that, um, you know, they have um, senior in high school, freshman college, that kind of um, age group, and they don't want to have all of their efforts looking after grandma as the kids are kind of feeling neglected. So we'll get a call saying, this weekend, can we do, you know, make mom dinner, check things out, do that. And it works out well because then there's some balance. Absolutely. And you need balance. Absolutely. And so like a geriatric care manager, you can, again, we, we were on the last episode, we were talking about two or three, listen back to the Kathy Kemp episode. Mm-hmm. Kathy Kemp's a geriatric care manager. She came in here for an hour plus talking about her services and not just her services, what geriatric care managers do. Mm-hmm. And you can go back and um, while you're talking, I'll look it up, but you can have a geriatric care manager come out to the house and um, check in and be there and be the eyes and ears if things go wrong. Yeah, and they can be almost like an a la carte menu. You can say that, okay, I need you to coordinate my mom's appointments. Um, Maybe they need a chair car to go to appointments. Maybe they need to have someone help figure out what to do about groceries. Mom insists on living alone, but these services have to come into the house. And they can be the air traffic controller of getting all of those things. They can work with the physician. They can work with the dentist. They can work with all these other people, including folks like us. Absolutely. And so just, just, it's episode 114 with Kathy Kemp, geriatric care manager. And the other point that I'm saying is that if you, if you, um, if you just kind of leave town and thinking, Hey, listen, you know, where I'm going to leave it in somebody else's hands, that I guess is a strategy can you can do, but it's a strategy that's probably going to backfire one way or another. Um, you know, if your if your parents need help, then they're needing help more than just once every two weeks, and um, you might end up finding out that they had to go to the hospital. You might find out they're they seriously injured themselves, or you might find out that you're getting charged a hefty sum from somebody to cover the things that they normally wouldn't be doing. Because you didn't yeah. plan and prepare for all those things. And I think a lot of times it could be the in-between things. Yeah. It could be, you know, you can sit there and say, okay, if mom or dad go to the hospital, yes, um, like in for us, have the caregiver go with them. You know, you can work out the emergency situations. But when it comes to they broke their dental work, they broke their hearing aid. Um, those are the kinds of things that is that something that can wait till they come back is that, you know, there are so many little, you, you don't think of everything and it's not that, um, you know, the geriatric care manager or even us can figure out how to do some of these things, but there are things that need approval. They need to be okay. Um, going and getting dental work done or fixing a hearing aid is a lot of money. Absolutely. And and also the the fourth place that you can go is a nursing home. You can you can mm-hmm. talk to nursing homes and call them up and say, "Hey, can I get can I have a bed there for 3 or 4 days or mm-hmm. for 14 days private pay?" Yeah, you're going to be paying 3 or 400 dollars a day. It's going to cost a lot of money because it's privately paid, but If they have medication that you can't mess around with, um, you know, you you don't want to find that they didn't take something like I think the majority of the world knows what Coumadin is, yep. you know, warfarin. And if you mess around with that, you can be in big trouble. Absolutely. Um, you know, I thought of, of a number of our clients just this weekend saying, 
okay, for everybody that lives alone, what if their air conditioner breaks? And that's what I went to bed thinking. <laughs> and I was like, okay. But, you know, we treated it like a snowstorm, and we talked to all the caregivers ahead of time and said, if an air conditioner doesn't work or there isn't fluid in the house or something, call the on call. we got to know what we're, what we're dealing with. But those, those are the kinds of things that that's part of life. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's four resources right there. Is is You can get respite at assisted living. If yep. they don't need medical care, you can go to a skilled nursing facility. You can call up and speak with a geriatric care manager to see which ones will do. Some of them might say, hey, no, we're not going to stop by the house just for an hour. Some of them mm-hmm. may say yes. And then you can do private home care or you can do a combination of both private home care and a geriatric care manager. You can you can talk to the care, geriatric care manager and have them on call that if the private agency says, hey, this is something out of the scope of what we would normally do, mm-hmm. boom, the geriatric care manager is over there handling things and, and, and dealing with the situation yeah. that would normally be outside of the scope of a home care company. And if it's the kind of uh, situation where you have a visiting nurse coming in, they have social workers. You can ask to speak to one of them. Uh, you can speak with your um, your loved one's physician because, generally speaking, these doctors' practices have behavioral health, social workers, these people that coordinate all kinds of Absolutely. things. Absolutely. So it's like you don't have to have the answer, but yeah, gotta make some calls. Absolutely, and 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 granted, a physician is not going to be able to help you with the respite care, but they'll point you in the right direction. You can call up your Council on Aging and find out what kind of options they have. A lot of Council on Agings have a social worker on hand for, Absolutely. for them to be, and that's completely free. That Well, I mean, after our last episode about taxation, and, and that, <laughs> nothing's free, I understand. You already paid you're for You're already it. paying for it for your taxes. <laughs> Um, you're already paying for this, and it's a, a lot of a lot of council on agings have a social worker. Or mm-hmm. if you want to get crazy, if your town doesn't have a social worker, call the next town. They're not going to turn you away. They're here, there to help. And 99 times out of 100, they will be more than happy to give you some resources. Uh, and if you say, "Hey, I called this town, and they didn't really help me out. Could you help me out with this mm-hmm. one?" Of course, they're going to be able to help you. Call out. the re- every area has a regional office. It's the same office that deals with. Meals on Wheels and Protective Services and all of that. And they often service multiple towns, yep. so they have multiple uh, resources for you to call. Absolutely. So, you know, when when you feel that you're getting stressed out and you're checking out, and if you feel that way, it is completely okay. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Everybody's stress, been stressed out. I, I was stressed out. My mom was sick for four months and I was stressed out. I couldn't imagine what it would be like for mom to be stressed sick for four years mm-hmm. you know i can't i can't imagine what that level of stress would be but seeing your mom die from cancer in four months is stressful in and of itself but everybody has different stresses and what what occurs and um and it's okay to be frustrated it's okay to be mad at your parents it's okay to be you know to be so frustrated you're ready to cry like mm-hmm. it, we've seen all these families go through these different emotions on the caregiving uh, uh, roller coaster to to when their parent finally passes away, 
and it's it's okay. There are those resources out there to help. If somebody called you up, Janet, said, I have no interest in buying private home care source, resources, I, I don't have the money, you'd still be willing to spend 10 minutes on the phone with them telling them what the sort resources are. Did I'm it ha- on Friday. Do, there you go. There you go. I don't, and I would never say no to that. Like, you know, that's, that's, right. a, that's an easy way to help somebody out. And, it, and, and that type of karma going out in the world always comes back in a good yep. way. And do they speak Taiwanese? I'm like, okay, oh. <laughs> now we're really reaching. Yeah. You need help, plus you have this issue. There you go. Well, and, and, and that's, a, that's a good thing. You did your good deed for the I, week. I, I know you do more than that one That was week. my attaboy for the day. So anyways, like, just look at those things. You know, look at the Council on Aging. Look at the, a, 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 excuse me, the ASAPs. Look at so, okay. social workers at those. Look at all the people that are, are relatively free resources for you. And then you can start talking to the paid resources, which is the one that we, the four that we listed um, before. And there are probably other options that you have out there that maybe I haven't even listened or or, or thought about or maybe even know about. Every, every I'm just in one corner of the country. Yep. And there's a, there's a lot of, and talking to your council on aging and talking to a social worker will be able to, to, to point you in the right direction on what is going to work for you and the amount of money that you have to spend. Yeah, and it it turns out it really is human nature. If you ask somebody to solve your problem, it may be, sorry, I can't help you. If you ask somebody if they could try and point you in the right direction, it's amazing how much people will come forward and say, well, try this or try that. Absolutely. So anyways, um, it's it's something that's come up a few times in the last six months or so, so we thought it would make a good little podcast of kind of uh, you know, sometimes uh, reality is stranger than fiction with some of the things that we see. And uh, but if one person's going through it, then hundreds of thousands are in this Absolutely. country, and millions are in this world. And caregiver burnout in family is just one of those silent problems that's bigger than anybody realizes. Yeah, we absolutely talked about that on a, a a very early episode when I think the AARP came out with a whole thing about you know the cost of caregiving and what that was doing to families, what it was doing to the economy, and and what those ramifications were. I don't know which one it was, but I know we definitely did. We're, we're at 100 and, 130 podcasts. Is that all? That's it? Yeah. I'm, I'm stunned by that number. We just keep going. <laughs> Figure we would never have enough to talk I know, about. I was like, oh, my gosh, two. Can there we do we go. two? Here we go. Here Anyways. We go. And yeah, it reminds me of like the Seinfeld. I read the the thing behind the book behind Seinfeld, and Larry David, who was one of the writers and co-creators, was like, he was like, I wanted to get canceled every year because I didn't know how I was going to come up with another twenty two <laughs> episodes to make these people happy. Just cancel me, fire me, leave me alone, and then and, yep, and hire him again. And there you go. Again. So, there you anyways, go. thank you all for listening to the Caregivers Toolbox. We appreciate it very much. If you wouldn't mind smashing five stars for us on iTunes, we would really appreciate that. If you think we're more of a one, two, three star program. We would not appreciate you making that gesture, but we think we're five star. We do the best we can. There's no ads on this. Um, there's no ads or anything like that. This is all just uh, a, a straight information for you, educational. I'm not looking to make money, but it would be greatly appreciated if you find value out of this program, if you'd be willing to to like us and to give us a subscribe and to give us a five-star uh, rating. It would be we like appreciated. Stars. But if you can't, I understand that that's as well. That's okay, too. Maybe you're too stressed right now. Maybe you're too stressed, and that's just too much for you. And if that's the case, well, just set you a reminder in six star. months oh, on okay. your phone. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Six months. Oh, yeah. What was this? Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you, Janet. Have yourself a great day. And I hope the listener, you have a great day as well. Have a good one.